This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, February 8th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. New funding extension. Climate Smart Program gets plaudits and heavy rains slow Brazilian soybean harvest. Here's a programming reminder. You can register today for a free AgriPulse webinar, Creating the Path to More Sustainable Pork, which will explore how pork producers are responding to sustainability challenges. AgriPulse editor Sarah Wyatt will moderate the event on February 17th at noon Eastern Time. New funding extension on tap amid standoff. Lawmakers are still far from an agreement on spending for fiscal year 22, more than four months into the budget year. So the House is going to take up yet another stopgap spending bill to keep the government funded through March 11th. The measure will extend provisions of a continuing resolution passed in December. It's set to expire February 18th. The new extension is needed not just to keep the government funded, but also to maintain legal authority for some programs, including USDA's livestock reporting system. Our country needs a government funding agreement to create good-paying jobs, grow opportunity for the middle class, and protect our national security. We are close to reaching a framework government funding agreement, but we will need additional time to complete the legislation in full. That the word of House Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Rosa DeLauro, a Democrat of Connecticut. Now keep in mind, unless Congress can eventually agree on funding for FY22, lawmakers will have to pass a full-year CR, which would freeze funding at FY21 levels. New Climate Smart Program gets plaudits, promotes questions. Farm groups are reacting positively to Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack's announcement of a new program to fund demonstration projects using climate smart practices, even as a farm state senator said USDA was bypassing the farm bill process. We share Secretary Vilsack's optimism that this approach will support climate-smart commodities while unlocking new market opportunities, and we believe it will build confidence in the climate benefits of advanced farming and forestry practices. The Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance, which has more than 80 members, said in a news release. The American Farm Bureau Federation, Environmental Defense Fund, National Farmers Union, and National Council of Farmer Cooperatives are among the groups in FACA. However, Kansas Republican Senator Roger Marshall immediately dashed off a letter to Vilsack questioning the department's authority to create the program using $1 billion from the Commodity Credit Corporation. It seems USDA is crafting its own farm bill by using the CCC to create its own programs and priorities that haven't been established by Congress and to fund projects only USDA deems worthy, Marshall said, asking for answers by Friday to a series of questions about the program. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. 
EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. New beetle data could loosen restrictions on use of enlist herbicides, groups say. New data submitted to EPA on the effects of enlist herbicides on the endangered American burying beetle could allow the agency to pull back county-level prohibitions that threaten large swaths of soybean, corn, and cotton acres, commodity groups say in a letter to EPA yesterday. The agency's seven-year registration for the weed killer issued last month includes 217 counties where Enlist is prohibited because of the presence of the endangered species. By one estimate, these prohibitions have affected more than 50% of the soybean acres in Oklahoma and nearly 20% of the soy acres in Nebraska. The letter from the American Soybean Association, American Farm Bureau Federation, National Cotton Council, and National Corn Growers Association said. Based on recent cotton planted acreage data, the county prohibitions will impact over 1 million acres of cotton and nearly 50% of corn acres in Nebraska. We urge EPA to swiftly make a registration amendment addressing the need for these county-level prohibitions should this new data find them unwarranted, the group said. U.S. and Japan end trade friction on metals. The U.S. and Japan have reached a deal to lift American tariffs on Japanese steel and aluminum, ending an irritant in what is otherwise a strong trading relationship. Unlike other trading partners, Japan did not retaliate against U.S. farm commodities in reaction to the tariffs levied during the Trump administration. The U.S. considers Japan a close ally, and the deal stuck yesterday will bring the countries even closer, according to U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai and Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo. Today's announcement builds on the deal we struck with the EU and will further help us rebuild relationships with our allies around the world as we work to fight against China's unfair trade practices and create a more competitive global economy for America's families, businesses, and workers, Raimondo said. Heavy rains slow Brazil soybean harvest. Brazilian farmers are still hard at work bringing in this year's soybean harvest, but heavy rains in key producing states are slowing things down. That according to a new analysis by the consulting firm AgRule. The precipitation is especially confounding in Mato Grosso, Brazil's largest soybean state. And Mato Grosso producers did their best to harvest in the intervals between the rains, fearing that newly predicted rainfall could cause quality problems in the ready-to-harvest fields, the firm said. Brazil was 16% harvested as of Thursday of last week, according to AgRule. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, February 8th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.